Chris Biddle and welcome to Inside AgriTurf and this first episode of Season 2. Now, earlier this year I was passed a copy of a letter from a young man in Scotland who had written quite unprompted to LeeTech, the Cross-Industry Land-Based Engineering Training and Education Committee, about the hurdles and setbacks that he had encountered as he made his way into the agriturf industry. Now, here was someone who described himself as tractor daft at a very young age and who decided that that would be his chosen career. But it didn't work out as smoothly as he had planned. And furthermore, as he took his first tentative steps, he encountered bouts of depression and mental health issues, which took their toll. But as you will hear, today he is working in a quite unexpected sector of the industry than he had planned originally. He started his own business last year, from which he is gaining much job satisfaction, and which in turn has really helped him better cope with the mental issues, which he says still linger under the surface. Now his name is Tom Johnston, and it was highly appropriate that I should record this recently during Mental Health Awareness Week. So Tom, it's really good to catch up, particularly at this very busy time of the season for you. And I'd like to ask you in a minute about the mental health issues that you encountered. But first, a little background. Uh, Where did it all start for you? I grew up in an estate from a young age. I was involved in tractors and combines and stuff like that. And yeah, my my dad worked on the on the local estate and on on the estate farm and stuff like that. So it's always got to go in the tractors. And if, if I've seen one working, I'd be, be straight to go and watch it sort of thing. So, yeah, it was a big part of my growing up and my life, basically. So. And I understand that, that one particular episode of uh, somebody coming to repair a combine on your farm was, 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 was a turning moment for you. It was. It was must have been about six or seven, I think it was. And a combine broke down and wouldn't fire up and stuff like that and I mind obviously being six or seven being interested in what was happening and you know what was what was, what was going on and uh, suddenly this guy arrived in a van and um, jump out and you know went to speak to the, the operator and stuff like that and had a quick chat and jumped to the top of the combine with the spanners in hands and about 20 minutes later <laughs> came back down went into the cab fired up and the, machine, the combine started and you know, I, I I couldn't believe that, and I thought, <laughs> okay, I, I'd quite want to do that one day. So yeah, that was your eureka moment, was it? Yeah, and then it was funny. After that, it must have been about a year later. I mind going to the Highland Show with my dad and stuff like that. And I, I remember going to the class stand. Yeah, and um, I remember seeing a brochure for the class apprenticeship scheme. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I think that'd be my. I quite want to do that, and. Ever since then, I, I toyed with engineering, but, you know, different types of engineering, whether it be military or different types, but eventually I got into agriculture engineering when I left school. So Great. And you did actually join a class dealership, didn't you? I did, yes. I, did. I joined my local class dealership, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand that maybe things didn't work out for you at yes, that, right, yeah, yeah. that particular dealership, and you, you have told me that uh, it was an odd set of, 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 of a bit of depression. Um, yes, what, that's um, right. What what brought that about, Tom? Looking back, there's a there's a lot of sort of family issues happening and um, sort of social issues and personal issues and stuff like that. And at that point, I hadn't quite grasped what was wrong with me. My no. behaviour sort of changed, and 
I was a lot more tight and a lot more. What sort of age were you at that time? So I was 16 to 18 when I was at a class dealership. Yeah. I probably wasn't fully focused. No. Which probably didn't let them have much confidence in me. And at that point, I probably didn't have much confidence in them either. And um, uh, did your family understand what was going on? Yeah, they did, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, I don't. I don't think they fully realised what was happening to me because I, I didn't realise how bad I was. Sort of thing. If that makes sense. No. Um, it wasn't until much, much later on into later years I realised that I was pre- properly struggling. By that when you, point, when you were lo- able to look back on it. And, yes, when and... I look back, yeah, it was, it was, it was probably that at that time. But um, yeah, all, all the way to the class dealership. I was there for two years or so. Yes, and the relationship between my me and the employers just broke down. Yes, um, luckily I found a, I found a relationship with another dealership, uh, my local Baltra dealership, tractor dealership. Yes, so I joined them for another two years, and then I left. Um, sort of toyed about at that point with operating machines and stuff like that, and sure. I went to work for a local Grimmy dealer, and uh, unfortunately that 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 fell apart as well yeah at that point i was probably probably at my lowest and yeah. I so was this was um your if i'm right you're 27 28 now are you i'm, I'm 28 in the month yes uh, okay so this is about 10 years ago yes yeah, 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 uh, yeah and and so did it sort of manifest itself in you in in your relationship with your employers and and presumably colleagues and so yeah, on yeah 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 it's mainly, mainly employers i was yeah it was it was probably not the best the best time I would say and stuff like that and you know letting it overrule life basically and stuff like yeah, that yeah yeah and, and did you did you get any outside help on that not for many years actually no. it's only the last last six or seven years I probably started to get sure. help sure like that. would it be true that, that that probably 10 years ago mental health wasn't uh regarded as seriously uh, as it is I would, today I, would say, I, I think being being 16 17 year old you're always trying to stamp <laughs> stamp your authority sort of hanging um, you, you, you want to rule want, the world uh, you, and, and you, you don't want to show weakness especially to boy you know men and stuff like that you know, no. you know like we don't like to talk about problems and stuff like that you know it's it's unmanly and at that time i think even if i knew what was wrong with me i, I probably would have never said anything and just trying to keep being me sort of hang at that point but yeah it it's uh, and so with the dealerships um it didn't exactly work out for you and yep. um i think you had the opportunity to go to college then did you i did uh after after the kind of grimmy dealer fell apart um i was actually unsure what i was wanting to do at that point and i was kind of toyed about with doing other stuff and stuff like that and i was still involved in machinery it wasn't until i stepped away from engineering i realized how much I did love it yeah and you've seen machines and stuff like that and I was kept drawing me in that I was saying I would rather be ripping the engine out of that sort of thing and you know stripping it down so not long after that I seen an opening for Oakridge College which is my local college yeah uh, they were doing an introduction course and it's stuff I already had done but I thought it'd be quite good to go back to basics and start again and find the love for a job and make sure this is what I want to do. And I, I went to do that intro course and it did make me fall back in love with the job properly again. That went into the NC National Certificate course. Yes. And yeah. That, and and that, you did well there? You, 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 yeah, you fitted yeah, I, in? I, I passed that. 
distinction level. So yeah, oh, I was great. happy with that. So. Uh, and how did you enjoy the whole content and that? Uh, did it did it sort of re reawake? And, and presumably, it, it also helped your your mental issues at that stage in it, terms it, of self esteem. Yeah, I mean, there was there was I was getting I was getting help with the doctor and stuff at that point as well. So that was that was helping and you know speaking to people and that. And they were very the college was very open to help. And you know, if I needed to have doctors' appointments and stuff like that, they were they were more than welcome to. So it was probably back. probably better that you were in an environment, a, a, a learning environment, then, yes, than yes, than working for a dealership or yes, another that, company. That, that point, yeah, definitely, definitely. I do feel taking that kind of step back was what I was needing to take steps forward. So yeah, that that did help a lot. Oh, excellent, excellent. And uh, when you finished the, the course at uh, Outridge, uh, what next? What next for you? I actually went to work for Finn and Caterpillar. Uh huh. I went there for a bit. And then I went to work for a company called Blue Scotland who did rock crushers and stuff like that. So I, I quite enjoyed the plant stuff. It, it was all right, but I did feel it wasn't for me. And then at that point, an opportunity for a golf course, for a mechanic on a golf course came around. So yeah. I went for it to be closer to home, not as many hours sort of thing. But I was kind of looking for that point just to keep the, the recovery with depression, anxiety, keep going. So um, I went to do that. And if I'm honest, ground care stuff is always something I snuff my nose at. I always thought, oh, it's <laughs> small, dinky toys. It's not like a great big flexing combo. Well, 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 I'll tell you something. Uh, I'll tell you something because I used to be in a dealership, uh, which was an ag and turf care dealership or yeah. garden machinery dealership. Yeah. And at uh, board meetings, there was always a request once we'd been through all the heavy stuff, like the agricultural and yeah. the tractors and the combines, uh, the chairman used to say, can I have now a report from the toy department? <laughs> yes, I, I could. I could believe that, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I always snuffed my nose at it, and yeah, eventually, when it did appear, I, I really started to enjoy the ground care stuff, and you know all the cylinder mowers and stuff like that. I, I quite enjoyed that, and I thought, you know, I, I I'm quite liking fixing this stuff. Actually, you know, it's manageable mowing; it's it's ideal. So, and you were working at a golf course itself, yes, or yes, I was working for a golf course itself. So, a couple of local golf courses, um, yeah, and then. After you that. you were actually working for them as part of their their team yeah their, their their team yes yeah. so i was part of it i was basically being keeper mechanic so i was still sharpening service and breakdowns but if needed be i could go on the course and operate machines and that as well so so tom what what prompted you now to to, to strike out on your own because that must have been quite a brave decision yes yeah, so i started on my own obviously last august it was uh, it was it was something that at the time it was still this time well actually early last year I was still still dealing with depression anxiety and stuff like that and that's when I finally got help to see a psychologist oh right and at that point um I was I was actually working for the Fight Gold Trust which is the local council uh, council courses yes and I was a mechanic there and I was needing to take a step back and I took a step back and when I was leaving my old boss said actually it'd be a shame for your skills to go to waste so he Mm -hmm. said maybe think about starting up on your own it's something I've always toyed with but I've probably never had the guts to go with it and that's until people start talking to me saying oh we'd we'd get you in and we'd get you in and we'd get you in so thinking well business is there there's not a lot of people doing it in my area there's no it's all it's all dealership basically there's maybe one or two guys floating about in the vans but mainly dealerships and yes. you know, they're up 
they you know they're quite expensive and that so I thought you know if I can come in and save people money then the business will be there and I have to say it's probably the best decision I've ever made yep oh excellent and and did you did you have some premises to work out of and uh, did you have um, transport a certain van so I basically bought a van um last July just about a month beforehand and then filled it up filled my tools and then on the 3rd of August was my official basically starting date and been fairly steady ever since yeah excellent and and how did you how did you get to work i mean w- w- were you able to tap into uh the place where you worked the, the yeah, so five the, trust initially to, or was yeah, that a, so a good so starter other, for you yeah so the other place i used to work they basically said that they would get me in a day a week guaranteed so that was i was quite comfortable with that a day a week would cover probably most costs basically for the business and still be making a bit of money on the side I did email and put leaflets out and business cards out and stuff like that to people, went in to see some people as well. And eventually the the business did start to grow. And to be fair, it wasn't until probably the season was finished that's when a lot more business came in in terms of people needing winter services and winter overhauls and sharpening and stuff like that. So, And, And very much word of mouth, would it be? Oh, word of mouth is a big thing, yeah. There's there's a lot more people, you know, it's, it's such a small community, you know, whether it's greenkeeping and yes. ground care and gardeners and that, they all, they all talk. So um, a lot of a lot of businesses came from word of mouth and I'm speaking. And, and if you can do a good job and turn up and, you know, they, they'll happily recommend you to other people. So I found that a big, big help. Sure. Uh, and of course, you actually started your business through uh, at a very difficult time of the year. Though. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, not... I, know, I know a lot, a lot of people would be thinking about crazy for starting a, in the middle of a pandemic, but no, it's, <laughs> it, it worked out quite well. And, you know, it, it, it probably was a bit more beneficial to me actually starting a pandemic because a lot of gold courses, I want to save money. And there's a lot of people who used to buy machinery quite often who are not buying machinery now because they no. can't it. And, be keeping the machines longer and stuff like that and be looking at other ways to save money and if it means going away from a dealership and a service contract to uh, a sure. one-man band in a van it, it helps yeah. costs so. and um when you look back on what is effectively what nine months uh of yes. being out on your own uh, uh, and you look back at that it's early days of course uh, tom but but how's business been it's it's been a lot more successful than I thought it was. I was expecting a bit more quiet days and a bit more hunting for business, if that makes sense. But no, I've been I've been quite been quite lucky with the business, and I'm keeping very busy. And no, I, I can't fault it at all. So, uh, and how easy is it uh, then to manage your workload? Um, is it is it relatively easy? Are you able to sort of get to people when they want? And because um, as not, we all not, know what the demands are sometimes. Yeah. Not not too bad. I mean, yeah, you, I think you know you, you do have to be a bit more strict and not promise people everything. If you know, if you just have to say, I can come it tomorrow or the day after or maybe have space this afternoon sort of thing um we're not too bad we can usually fit people around um you know sometimes it means going in later in the day you know and then hanging on and stuff like that so there's, there's ways about it and there's still weekend work in that as well so 
we are quite flexible that way. And and what about uh, you're obviously from your Facebook page, which you keep regularly updated, and must be with word of mouth and Facebook must be a very good advertising medium between them. Um, it seems you work on a whole range of machines across the franchises. Yes. Um, yes. How um, how easy, tricky is it to uh, keep up to date with uh, um, service information and so on? And, and, and what sort of relationship you've got with with fellow dealers? Are they generally accepting of you or uh, how do they view, view you? I'm not too sure what other dealers think. I've got a very good relationship with uh, Premier Parts. They're my local parts supplier. Good. Um, and they can supply me with anything, whether it be genuine enough to market. Um in terms of service information, I would obviously say Toro is probably the best because you can find everything quite like that. Obviously, John Deere are quite difficult. They don't like letting on at all. But um, really, really speaking, though, if you've got the engineering background, I feel you can yes. usually, you know, diagnose it yourself and trace it and stuff like that. And I do have quite a good relationship with people who work for dealers and stuff like that so i can good. get information that way and stuff like that yeah. if need to be so I, you know well well i guess the proof of the pudding is in the eating and uh, as long as you yes. do a successful job um, yes, yeah. at the right price and do it do it right first time yes um, exactly that's it um tom now working on your own just going back to the mental issues can be lonely sometimes uh do you fear that this uh might bring you back into an earlier earlier state or are you well aware of the the problems that might arise um i'm probably a lot more aware i mean obviously i I think i think what i was basically needing at the time for mental health was the, the talking to a psychologist and I would urge anybody out there to speak to one. Um, do I feel that would probably affect me now? Probably not as much, no. Um, yes, I still find myself getting stressed and anxious, but who doesn't? That's, that's part and <laughs> parcel of life. Yes, particularly in a business, particularly yeah, running a business. Especially to run a business, you know, there's there's times you might be thinking, oh, I've got too much, or the other days you think it's too little, but it does always balance itself out and it's sometimes about diversifying as well you know if you, if you think you're getting quiet it's you know i've I've recently started making some uh, fairy more brushes as well so that's kind of kept me busy as well when i've you know not had many jobs for customers so to speak so no there's there's ways around it so yeah yeah so so, so in this early days what um what do you regard to be the best aspect of your business what's the most enjoyable aspect of, of running your business at the moment um, I just think the variety of machinery and being relied on, it's it's quite satisfying. People keep coming back to you and, you know, are wanting you in to do the machines. And that that's probably the aspect what is most rewarding. And, and, and especially arriving, I, th- I think one of my favourite jobs so far is last year for a new customer. Uh, they had a TYM tractor and it basically shut off, wouldn't restart, wouldn't do anything. And I arrived at it and noticed that the exhaust had bent in and burnt through the wiring loom. Mm-hmm. And all it took was me, you know, a couple 20 pence uh, electrical connectors, joined them up together and away it went. So, you know, it's, it's those kind of jobs you look back on and think, you know, if we can just keep doing that and get them up and running the same day, they're going to keep coming back. And yeah. luckily that customer still uses me as well. So, yeah, that's that's fine. So A lot of it is having the feel or the nouse for the job, isn't it? It is, really? yeah. 
exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And on the on the opposite side of, of what's the worst, what's the best thing? Um, are there any disadvantages? What what's your problems that you run across? I suppose the weather. Part uh, well, weather. I yes, that's <laughs> that's true. Um, I think once you run your own business in terms of this game, th- re- you know, start thinking about parts and organising. Mm. Got back to it. probably the, the the thing you probably find the hardest is you could be sitting at ten o'clock at night doing paperwork, um, or spending your Sunday nights as well doing paperwork and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's the admin side, but it's the big the big learning curve. Yeah. But if you're prepared to do it, then you know it's it's fine. So yeah, once once you get into the system, it's it's not too bad at all. Good, good. Uh, and how, how do you view? I mean, again, in these early days, because they are very early days. How do you? How do you view the future for yourself? I mean, can you see more of the same at the moment? Um, more of the same at the moment. Um, I think the next stage, unfortunately, we don't have premises yet. That'd be the next stage. Um, I'd love down the line to have a dealership of some sort. Um, so, so you would be open to a franchise? Or, yeah, it would, or, it would definitely be open yeah. to a franchise. If one, if, if one came along, definitely would be open to a franchise. I would, I would quite like to be a a stop shop sort of thing for a franchise but also i would quite like to remain you know open to do a variety you yeah. know i would rather you know i'm sure a lot of courses out there for example would prefer just have one person do the entire lot of machinery rather than having to count on three or four different yeah. uh, ships for example so we'd quite i'd quite like to keep it kind of like that as well so well uh, i guess everybody who works in this industry actually never knows what's quite exactly. what's around the corner um and planning as we've all learned over the last few yes. weeks and months and year um is not exactly an exact science so how would you, you you've obviously sort of made this little bit of a transition from the agricultural side of the business to the turf care which you obviously yes. like how would you sell the, the the pleasures and advantages of this industry to to others who might wish to come into it i would say definitely take it i mean you're always learning you're yeah. always got something to do um yeah. it's long hours you could be you know in the middle of a field under a tractor on the in mud and stuff like that trying to buy another problem you could be in the middle of, you know you could be in a golf course shed at half past five in the morning trying to diagnose an issue but it's very rewarding and the advances in technology you know if, if, if a young person's out there and wants to learn about machinery and how things work i would definitely be open to this industry more than any other in the you, you as i said right at the beginning where you, you 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 actually raised some of the issues in a in a note that you wrote to the uh, industry website and in it you said uh, people have to believe that it's okay not to be okay is is that yeah, your that's, mantra yeah. that's very yeah. much something you believe in is it yes i mean you know, people need to realise in mental health that it's completely normal not to have good days. We all have them, you know. People hide it a lot better than others and people deal with it a lot better than others. But, you know, if, if someone is struggling, it's always worthwhile just to, you know, if, if someone's off colour and stuff like that, just to make sure they're doing all right and encourage them to speak. Um, because although people might not say they want to speak, speaking is the way forward and you know 
any hangover medication, you know, just trying to get out of your system is probably the way forward. Well, look, Tom, I really enjoyed talking to you today. Uh, thank you very much for your time. We've taken a little bit of time uh, to get this yeah, together obvious, for very yeah. obvious reasons. Uh, if you yeah. work on your own, my goodness, you've got uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, but exactly. I do appreciate your time today. That's it's no brilliant to catch up. And, and, and thank you very much indeed. No worries. Thank you very much. You know, it would be very surprising if others in the agriturf business have not or are not experiencing mental health challenges, which can occur in many guises and in varying degrees of severity. The problem is that a malaise of the mind often does not manifest itself in a recognisable form, unlike a physical injury. Which is why I am extremely grateful to Tom for stepping forward and talking so openly, calmly and with such honesty in his quite unassuming manner. Thankfully, today we are more accepting and willing to discuss mental health issues than we might well have been 10, 15 years ago. And starting any business is never for the timid or faint-hearted. At the moment, Tom works on the fringes of that that we call the Service Dealer Network, but he has built his business over a few short months because presumably he's good at his job and provides a service that customers trust and are willing to pay for. Remember that many of today's highly successful dealers, some now running multi-branches, started out as a man in a van. They had a love of engineering and were never happier than when problem-solving. So these are still tentative steps for Tom, both in his personal well-being and his future career. He has yet to fully map out his future, but you can see him becoming part of the dealership establishment in the not-too-distant future. I'm Chris Biddle. Thank you for joining me. And this is Inside AgriTurf. <laughs>